0: A quick reminder that the guests are students who portray researchers for the sake of this podcast.
1: Recharge Fridays with your hosts, Gian Gonzalez and Audie Milliard.
0: Welcome to Recharge Fridays, where teenage know it on and on about life for a long time. I'm Audi,
2: And I'm Gian. This episode, at the comfort of your own homes, we're going to talk about... Drumroll, please. None other than our mental health. Surprise, surprise.
0: Can we also talk about our government?
2: Maybe, maybe not. Let's see.
0: As this is our first-ever podcast episode, we shall begin with a bang.
2: Right you are. We introduce our three guests, Mr. Kyle Dombit, Ms. Sheila Salanga, and Ms. Lord Gio Quendo. They are our very honored researchers from UP Lamar here to tell us about what has been going on. How are you doing today, folks?
3: We're good. Thank you, Gian. We're honored to do this podcast with you in hopes for spreading awareness about this pandemic.
0: That's good to know, sir. Could you give us some facts on this blood-curdling
3: epidemic? What do you mean? Exactly.
2: Like, how did it go from every little patient to the hundreds of thousands of positive cases that we have now?
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. How could a country so small be so hard to manage compared to the other larger countries, say, South Korea?
4: (laughs) Well, to start off, I think what went wrong was our inability to control the people to stay at home. And what about its effect on the people? Well,
2: obviously, the health risks, but, say, indirectly,
5: it's a very nice question. I think depende yan sa kung saan mong ang tignan no? Like when the World Bank talked about the economic outlook of the world during the pandemic.
0: Ano nga po ba yung naging epekto niya sa ekonomiya natin?
5: Sa na ng inaasahan, yung pagkahawan ng milyon-milyong tao ay nagdulot ng pagbagal ng ekonomiya natin. Dahil dito, sa sinasabing pagbagal na ito, uurong na ngayon yung GDP natin o yung sinasabing gross domestic product.
2: And what about the other
3: indirect impacts? Siyempre, yung pinakahihintay ninyo, yung ating mental health. Ayun sa wakas. It's actually fascinating and disappointing at the same time. Meron nilabas ang Kaiser Family Foundation na tumaas talaga yung nadaranas nating mental illnesses at ang paggamit ng mga illegal na droga ngayon quarantine. Sinasabi rin dito yung pagdagdag ng mga kaso ng depression, anxiety, distress, loneliness at mababang self-esteem para sa mga taong walang regular na trabaho o yung mga walang trabaho talaga.
4: Grabe-grabe na po talaga ang epekto ng pandemic, ano?
3: Sobra. Ang malalapa ay eh,
0: dumadami pa rin yung mga kaso natin dito sa Pinas. E
4: eh, panong hindi dumadami? E eh, yung mga kapitbahay ko pa lang todo karaoke na e eh, di pa na tatapos ang ECU. Sabagay,
2: sa amin din po ganon. Na sa
4: Mars. Speaking of Philippines, Premier Value Provider or PVP, which in case you didn't know, is an Insight and Solutions of Company for Human Resources. Actually released a survey on how this pandemic affects the mental health of workers here. At bago kayo magtanong, oo, puro survey tayo ngayon dito. The report said that 15% of employees experienced critical levels of stress, 29% of the employees have anxiety, and 21% experienced depression. It also showed that employees who work from home during the pandemic reported higher levels of anxiety and depression in comparison to those who work on-site or a combination of the two. Yung si ato, si Mam Sheila mukhang may kasama sa Sempre
5: <laughs> Syempre, pag titingnan nating mabuti ito, dinating mo pagkakakilala na palagi tayong nasa kanya-kanyang cellphone, laptop, o kung ano-ano pa nga yung quarantine. Na rin dito, yung mga epekto ng sobrang panonood dulot ng Netflix ay nakakataas ng posibilidad na makaranas ng mental. Yung mga diri nag si show, malaki din ang posibilidad na magkaroon ng severe anxiety at depression.
2: Aray, hindi ako nakailag doon ah. And what about social media?
3: Oh, isa pa yan. It increases the possibility of developing extremely severe depression and anxiety. If you spend 2 to 3 hours a day on social media platforms, ang karamihan ng naapektuhan nito, ay ang mga millennial at centennial na kung tawagin natin ay Gen Z. Sa mga panahon ngayon, nakakaalarma ang suicide rates dahil sa kawalan ng trabaho hanggang sa punto ng humihingi na ng tulong ang gobyernos sa simbang, Catholic at iba pang religious groups para magbigay ng pagpapayo sa mga taong nakakaranas ng mga ganitong problema. Pati ang World Health Organization ay naglabas ng pag-aaral na nagsasabing tumaas ng husto ang mental health-related concerns and disorders dito sa Pilipinas.
4: Tama. Ang nakakabahala pa ay eh, naglabas ng report ang Philippine Mental Health Authorities na nakakakuha sila ng tatlong po hanggang pung tawag araw-araw mula Marso hanggang Mayo. Dahil sa depression issues, kumpara noong 2019 hanggang ngayong Pebrero na labing tatlo hanggang labing lima. Could you imagine how one will survive amid the pandemic together with the thought of how they will survive with insecure jobs? are the primary reasons of anxiety experienced by Filipinos. Isipin na lang natin, no? May mga magulang na hindi nakakapagtrabaho at nakakakayot para sa mga pamilya nila. As a result, dumami ang mga hindi naka-enroll ngayon.
0: Grabe, imagine the frustration, no?
4: Aha, uh-huh. because of this, Acting President of the Catholic Bishops
5: Conference, Bishop Pablo Brigitte said that they launched their own movement in June, 12 people, whenever they need the guidance of a priest or a psychiatrist, naglilis din ang Asian post ng article na nasasabing nakaranas daw ang Pilipinas ng 200% rise sa mga tawag noong Abril. So, kasisimula pa lang ng quarantine. Ha? Huh? 200% tries po? Nakakagulat naman? Oo nga eh. Si Gene Goldborn, ang founder ng HopeLine Hotline, ay naglabas din ng statement na nagsasabing 72
4: 85% ng mga tumawag na yon ay dahil sa sobrang anxiety. Ay nako, totoo. Kaya nga sobrang namang problem ang Pilipinas ngayon. Di lang sa pandemya ang Pilip nilang di pinapansin. Pero bukod sa sinabi ni Lori G., may artikulo din na na-publish noong Abril na nagsasabing, na ang ibang kadahilanan ng mga mental illnesses ay ang social isolation at distancing na naghihikayat na anxiety sa maraming tao sa ibat ibang panig ng mundo at hindi lang sa Pilipinas. Ang pinaka nakasalalay ang mental health o ang kalusugang pangkaisipan ay yun yung mga taong mayroon ng naranasang
3: mental illnesses. Pati ang nangyayaring economic recession ngayon, nagdadagdag sa suicide rates natin dahil sa panig. Mas unemployment, poverty, atang ang pagkawalan ng matitirahan.
2: Oo nga po eh. Meron pa yung mga nababalitaan na hinsinugan. Diyos ko, nakakaawan naman sila. Oo, kaya hindi na rin ganoong
5: nakakapagtaka kung ganito na lang kung tumaas ng stress ng mga tao ngayon. This is because may mga dumadagdag din na mga stressors atin.
3: Stress. anxiety and pressure sa ating medical healthcare. Professionals ay tumataas din dahil sa psychological trauma na nararanasan nila sa araw-araw na na pinagdadaanan nila sa kanilang mga pasyente lalo na sa mga mag-isang yumao
5: sabayan pag
4: concern for you na baka mahawa sila at yung mga pamilya nila social boycott and discrimination also added a few cases to the list of covid-19 suicides infected people may commit suicide due to social avoidance by the neighbors and their morals to ensure not to pass the virus to his community so in short, we are not only facing a
5: worldwide pandemic but also we now call a global psychological pandemic.
3: At syempre, meron to ang isa na naman nating stressor, ang simula ng online classes. May nilabas ang state news noong hulyo na nagsasabing ang feeling of isolation at pagkawala ng face-to-face interaction ay isa sa maraming disadvantage ng digital learning.
0: At saka yung pressure po ng mga na bigyan ng gamit yung mga anak nila para sa online classes tulad ng phone at laptop. Dagdag mo pa yung sa wifi, syempre tuition fee. Sobra-sobra na po yun lalo na dahil yung iba ay walang kinita over the summer.
2: Tama, nakakalungkot na ayaw talagang ipatupad ng deathbed. Death. Yung academic freeze ano po?
5: Yes, at hindi lang sa mga magulang o guardian napapasan ng stress, kundi sa mga estudyante na din. Masasabi nga natin mas mahirap ang online classes kaysa sa face-to-face, di ba?
4: Yes. Speaking of that, with online classes, students may experience challenges and it relates to increased screen time, which leads to increased fatigue, headaches, lack of motivation, avoidance or procrastination, and ineffective time management. Recent studies have
5: indicated that individuals who spend an excessive amount of time on electronic devices experience difficulties focusing. Sleep cycles can also be affected because of procrastination which results in less than stellar work and sleep deprivation.
3: At mula sa sleep deprivation na ito, magkakaroon ang mga estudante ng mababang pagpapanatili ng memorya, pagiging produktibo at learning performance. Dahil dito, siyempre makakadanos ng malaking pressure ang mga bata o mag-aaral na dahilan din ng pagiging balisa araw-araw.
0: Tamang tama po kayo dyan, sir. Nakakapagod nga po talaga kahit nakaupo lang maghapon sa bahay kasi parang wala ng pahinga. Tuloy-tuloy ang klase, minsan sunod-sunod pang overtime ang discussion, tapos siyempre may mga activities pa.
2: Sabihan mo parang pagka-demanding ng mga magulang na gumawa ng gawain bahay. Eh, napakaraming gagawin nako, mababaliw na lang talaga ako. Ah, meron pa yung mga
4: teacher na nagbibigay ng announcement ng madaling araw. Pwede kong malma? Pag nangyari yun, there are certain consequences of these mental health issues. Not only the students but even to their respective campuses and peers. For the students' campuses, they will feel burdened when students do poorly on coursework and eventually drop out of school. In light of these colleges, universities and other educational institutions must be prepared to address the psychological impact of effect of mental health issues like suicides on other students, as well as on teachers and staff.
0: And what, in your expert opinions, would be the best response for these effects on our students?
4: Well, the possible
5: accommodations or strategies that may help include allowing flexible deadlines, helping educators recognize escalating anxiety in a child and equipping them with the tools to intervene and help the child to implement strategies that help manage their
2: anxiety. And what about the psychological pandemic? How
4: can we lessen the suicide rates in the Philippines if not the whole world? Mm, that may be very hard to do since not everyone is aware that they have mental disorders. Sometimes they only see it as stress and nothing more. And that is what can lead to the worsening of their conditions. So to lessen suicidal tendencies, we need to enlighten people on how to spot mental health symptoms so they know when to speak help. Yes, yun talagang
5: pinakamahalaga. Sabi nga nila, prevention is better than the cure.
0: So ano nga po ba yung mga symptoms ng iba't ibang mental illnesses?
3: Depende yan sa kung ano ba ang naranasan ng tao. Alimbawa, Ang mga taong nakakaranas ng depressive disorders ay nakakaranas ng biglaang pagkalungkot, irita, emptiness, kawalan ng pag-asa. May sintomas din ito na sleep disturbances na kung tinatawag kung saan nasasobrahan o nakukulangan ng tulong kalagin. Iba pang mga sintomas ay ang pagkapagod, kawalan ng ganang kumain o biglang pagganang kumain. Sa mga worst case scenarios naman, it may include self-harm and avoidance of social interaction. Ito na dapat tumingin ang tulong ang mga taong nakaparanas ng ganito.
5: Sa anxiety disorder naman, ang mga simptomas ay pagiging maalalahanin, di mapakali o meron din increased heart rate, hyperventilation, trembling, paninikip ng tibet, the feeling of lightheadedness, or even the trouble of the head. Dito natin kailangang obserbahan talaga yung mga study natin kasi may mga iba't ibang klase ng anxiety tulad ng Generalized Anxiety Disorder na nangyayari sa karamihan ng tao ngayon. Meron din tayong tinatawag na Panic Disorder na nasasangkot ang pagkakaroon ng matinding pagpabahala at mga panic attack.
4: Sobrang dami pa ng mga mental health issues na kailangan natin tutunan. Pero dahil itong dalawang ito ang pinakamarami, dito tayo mag-focus. Kapag nakakaranas na kayo ng mga ganitong sintomas at pakiramdam nyo ay hindi na normal, You need to seek professional help already. I understand that in the Philippines, there's a negative stigma surrounding the topic of mental health issues, tulad ng depression, because it is dubbed as being maarte lang no, but this does not mean that we have to risk our well-being just because elder Filipinos do not understand our struggles.
0: You're right on that one, ma'am. Because of these people ignoring the effects of mental illnesses and shaming people for having it is what increases the risk of having it worse on the part of the person suffering.
4: That is because the word crazy is associated with the words mental illnesses, which in my opinion is very infuriating. So,
2: we need all the help we can get to spread awareness of these facts. What about the treatments of these disorders? Is it possible to treat mental illness on your own? or its professional health is the only way to get better. I think it's very
5: pertinent to evaluate yourself first. Observe your activities and how you handle things before you seek a professional help. Pero sabi nga kanina, hindi natin maiipagkaila na ang pagiging in denial kung mayroon man tayong mga problema dahil sa pagpapalaki sa atin. Lalo na't na karamihan sa mga mas nakakatanda ay hindi naniniwala sa mental health. At mayroon ding mga taong gustong kumuha ng professional
4: advice pero walang panggastos for medication. Exactly. If you feel like what you're experiencing is not normal, you should observe yourself and then do an extensive research on what you're feeling. After that, try to see if what you're experiencing is controllable.
3: Sa US, nag-develop na sila ng telehealth, which is the Virtual Delivery Coordination and the evaluation of healthcare to maintain the availability of vital resources of youth suicide prevention. Pero dahil walana mang sa Pilipinas, we can just learn about how to help someone or even ourselves overcome surges of panic attacks, nervous breakdowns, and the like.
0: I din na, na ako ang kakulangan ng ito, sir.
4: Para sa mga nakakaranas ng anxiety or panic attacks, there's these things called grounding techniques where we use our five senses to focus on on our surroundings. Kasi usually, pag nagkakaroon ka ng attacks, your mind will be very blurry and all the pressure on earth will seem to be pushing down on you in just a matter of seconds. There are several grounding techniques you can do easily, even in a public place. The first technique is to pick up or touch items near you. It may be your clothes or a stone nearby. Now, what some people will do is they will feel its texture. Are your clothes cotton? Is it soft? What does it feel like?
5: Another technique involves having to hold ice. This best works when you're at home. Focus on the feeling of coldness and how the ice melts melting. Nakatutulong ito, just focus one thing because people tend to dissociate when they have panic attacks now when i say dissociate this refers to the disconnection of oneself to the present this often happens to people with dissociative identity disorder which is previously known as multiple identity disorder but it is also very common to people who have severe anxiety disorders
3: Isa pang technique na ginagamit ay ang pagbibilang ng mga kulay-berde o greens sa paligid na. This forces us to focus more on our surroundings instead of being stuck inside our heads.
2: So, at what point do we consider it to be dangerous to just use
4: home remedies just like these techniques? Well, there really is no safe. Levels of mental illnesses kasi parang grado din sila ng mata. If you keep ignoring it, then it will get worse over time if you are lucky enough to be able to seek professional help in a mental institution for example they will most likely do pharmacotherapy and psychotherapy to prevent suicide in terms of getting professional help it's never too early to do so because this coping mechanism and grounding techniques does not work on everybody plus you might have a different illness than what you think you have.
0: And what about church-based counseling? Could you say if it's effective?
4: That still depends on the
5: person whether they are religious or not. However, people who are Christian say it's effective for them because it strengthens their faith and is able to build their connection to their respective churches.
2: Huh, that makes sense. Living in a Christian country does that automatically mean you're religious. And that church-based counseling you.
0: Right, you are Gian. Oh, ano namang feeling to be in the presence of UP students, Gian?
2: Well, it's a pleasure, ano. Sana all ko at iska. <laughs> <Ano> You're gaggo. <laughs> Is
0: the haya okay,
2: okay. kei. Sana all school at iska.
0: Malayo pag ipinasa tayo ng mga teachers natin, makapasok din tayo.
2: Anyways, we would like to thank our guest of honor today. Thank you for enlightening us with our questions and curiosities for today. maams and sir, it has been great having you today.
3: It's our pleasure. We
2: hope to be back soon. And very soon too, I hope.
0: And that, folks, concludes our research Fridays where teenage know-it-alls ramble on and on about life for a long time. Once again... These are your hosts, Miliares
1: and Gia Gonzalez. We interrupt this segment with a short PSA. In the midst of the pandemic, we are not only experiencing the wrath of Corona, but we are also in the hands of an infodemic. So what is an infodemic? Well, it is the spread of misinformation and disinformation through the media, taking advantage of the current situation, sometimes making it worse. And how do we protect ourselves from this thing called the infodemic? Well, it's easy. Number one, look for facts and evidences. And never settle for the title. Always be critical. Number two, choose carefully. Only share information from legitimate sources. And number three, be a good example. Call out those people sharing wrong information hindi kang na covid victim kang naman ng infodemic. Be aware, be vigilant, and always bring out your sword, the sword of media literacy and comprehension skills. And together, we will emerge victorious from this pandemic.